Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. How long do you think that I could just move to London and continue to do American uh, sports talk radio? Because I got to be honest with you, this is not that bad. Like, I get to be on here from 11 to 2, right? 11 to 2 England time. And I'm just dominating here because I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to finish this show and then I'm going to go write my column about the weekend that was in college football. And then I've got nothing else that I have to do. I can go out to dinner. I can stay out late. I can go have a few beers, a couple of pints. No, 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 no. And then I can just wake up and come do the show again at 11 a.m. Like, this is what Cowherd's lifestyle is like. <laughs> you, you would be broke within a year because of all those gambling windows you talked about. Well, that's true. I mean, I they're, they're on every block here, the William Hills and, and whatnots. And I'm going to go to William Hill, and I'm going to make that move selfishly because I know they got a lot of money that they're spending in the United States. I'm going to give them a ton of free publicity. Now, here's the downside. I, would, I don't know if I could do my television show because I'm not doing the television show this week while I'm here because it's going to be on so late. But in terms of radio, I got to tell you, getting up, and doing an 11 to 2 morning show in, in in the United States like I just feel like I'm so far ahead of everybody else cuz I can wake up You're in the I future, can chill man. I'm in the future that's what I am I'm in the future for everybody else right now it's a great way of putting it I am just like I'm 6 hours ahead of the east coast and like I'm so productive now like I knew everything that I was going to do I was out and about early in the morning uh on at like 3 a.m. on the uh, on the east coast I'm up and moving around I uh, now the you know sometimes the late night sports like I you know I didn't watch every minute of every late night sporting event but let's be honest I mean 
even getting up at at 4 a.m. like I do in the states, like I think the, I think my lifestyle potentially could be better. Go out to dinner every night. I, how long do you think I could do it? What do you think? The, what do you think Fox Sports Radio would say if they were like, "Hey, I love doing the morning show, but I, and it doesn't have to be London. It could be like if I decided to move. I mean, I don't know anywhere in anywhere in the world outside the United States. How long? What do you think the response from my bosses would be? I'll say about a month, Clay. Then they get the bill for the for the connection. <laughs> I don't even think the connection is that much, though. I don't know what the technology costs. I'm in a studio here. Technology has become such that, like, I'm sitting in a London studio. If you just took this studio and put it anywhere in the world, like, I would have no idea where I am. I'm fortunate because we got a lot of studios that we can use all over the place. At some point, they would just pay to have a studio full-time for me. I would love to know the answer to that. Like, if I was like, hey, I'm moving to Australia, but I still want to, and I don't even have any idea what the time zone difference is, but I still want to do East Coast morning radio. And the other question is, how long could I do it if I just didn't tell listeners? How long could I do a show from overseas where they would have no idea I was doing it? I think I could do it for years. I think a dead giveaway would be that you'd start talking about soccer a lot, and we would know something was up. As long it's it's amazing to th- like because I was just thinking about this yesterday because I watched the NFL all day from London and obviously it's a big topic because will the NFL move and get a game a, a team in London and I think the answer is yes I mean people over here there is a lot of interest um, in uh, in the NFL and I can see it growing a great deal when they actually had a full time franchise and it 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 felt like we we're in the technology age now where i feel like you can watch sports anywhere right so i didn't feel like i remember years before when i lived in the caribbean um i lived in the us virgin islands and you felt like you were in a different world there cuz you're way out in the middle of the atlantic ocean and it was hard to be able to get every game they didn't have the nfl sunday ticket i feel like now the technology is such i'm going to be honest with y'all I you can go on do you guys know this you can go on Reddit and type in if you go on Google right now and you type in pretty much any sporting event that's going on in the world and put Reddit at the end of it Reddit's like the world's largest internet message board you can get a free HD feed streamed directly to your phone so and again it's pirating but yesterday when I was in London I didn't have every game uh, you know, like access to every game. Like if I'm in U.S., I've got NFL Red Zone, so I can just flip back and forth and I'm watching like every major moment of every game. So I, there were a lot of games, obviously, that came down to the wire, whether it was the Steelers against the uh, the Bengals, whether it was the uh, the game between the, uh, the Dolphins and the Bears, whether it was the Jags against, uh, not the Jags, whether it was the Texans, sorry, sorry, Jags fans, whether it was the Texans against the, um, who'd they beat, the Bills? Like, there were a ton of games coming down to the final play, especially in the early window. So the early window here in London, I had that crappy, sorry guys, Raiders game. They were just getting drilled by the Seahawks on my main television. And so I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I'm seeing all the ends of these games. They were doing a good job breaking in and giving us highlights throughout those games. But I just typed it in on Reddit. Have you guys ever done that? And you can watch in HD perfectly from your phone or your iPad or your computer, whatever game you want. Has anybody else ever tried that? I haven't. Mm-mm. Don't you know how I knew? Because my kids told me. My kids are so active on the internet. They're like, hey, dad. And I don't even know how they found it. They're like, if you go on Reddit 
and you just type in any game, it's streamed live in HD perfectly, and you can just watch it for free. I said, there's no way that's true. And I, I never, you really need to use it uh, because my kids are like, hey, we want to watch the game that's not on in our local broadcast. And so they'll just go in through their Xbox and I'll come upstairs and they're streaming whatever NFL game they want to watch through Reddit. Damn. And so, and I hope I'm not going to get it turned off. Yeah, now, I was just going to say, like, keep your mouth shut. Now that you've talked about it on a number one rated morning show, I'm sure that's not going to be available by next well, week. Well, it was unbelievable. So I just went right in and I streamed it. So I saw how all those games ended. But the point on all this is I think we're moving towards a technological age where it used to be it was hard to see whatever sporting event you want to see. Nowadays, I think you can live anywhere in the world. Like I could be in a remote location. That's what I was thinking as I was watching this game. I could be on a tropical island in the middle of the South Pacific. And if I want to watch my team play a game, as long as I've got a reliable Wi-Fi signal, I can watch it anywhere in the world. And it was like, oh, I could do this show. I mean, I'm doing the show live from London right now. I could do this show anywhere, anywhere in the world. And honestly, I love doing this show. And so I, I feel like like I'm a little bit, I feel a little bit of withdrawal now because I'm not going to be doing the television show for the first time in a month. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of stuff I want to go on the television show and talk about. But I feel like there's got to be a perfect location where I could get to do East Coast morning radio without having to wake up at 4 a.m. to do it. And I don't know where that location is, but it's got me sitting around thinking, I could do the show from anywhere in the world, and nobody would have any clue. Like, maybe Micronesia is the greatest place in the world where I could live. I could watch all of the games, and I don't think this show would feel any different. <laughs> I could I'm see you chilling you. with Nawab at base camp. Me and Nawab just over in India, as long as I've got a good Wi-Fi signal, I could have been watching the NFL and coming to you live and giving you an update on the Tiger Hunt. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I am doing the show today, like I said, from London. I'm telling you who you can rely on. Um, who are the teams through six weeks of the NFL? And I'm I know the Packers are going up against the 49ers, but I don't really count that as a game because the Packers are going to win by double digits tonight. What teams do you actually rely on in the NFL? What teams have you seen play and you feel like every week you know what you're going to get from them? I've got, I think, five. I think there's five teams you can rely on right now in the NFL through six weeks in a good way. There are some teams that you can rely on in a bad way. But I'm trying to focus on the good right now. The Rams. The Rams are going to be good. They are 6-0. and Last night, you know what we saw? We saw the Chiefs. And we know the Chiefs are going to be good. Even though they lost last night, I feel like we actually learned more about the Chiefs than we did the Patriots. Chiefs are going to be good. I feel like the Chargers are going to be good. If you look at who the Chargers have lost to, they've lost to the Rams and they have lost to the Chiefs. Those are two really good teams. I feel like the Chargers, by and large, are going to be good. I feel like New Orleans is going to be pretty good. Even though they lost in week one to the uh, to the Bucks. they put up 42 points. I feel like the Chargers we can rely on to be good. I'm not sure we can rely on anybody else. Based on what we've seen, there's evidence that the team can be awful. People say in the Patriots, they're 4-2. and two. The Patriots were awful 
against the Lions. The Patriots were awful against the Jags. Those are not two very good football teams that the Patriots lost to. The Bengals, they've been competitive every week, but they've been competitive against everybody, whether they're good or bad. The Ravens just sacked the Titans 11 times, but the week before they lost to a pretty bad, I think, Browns team, and they couldn't score a touchdown. So I think the only teams you can rely on right now in the NFL, pretty straightforward, you can rely on the Rams, you can rely on the Saints, you can rely on, I think, the Chargers, certainly the Chiefs, and I think that's it. Through six weeks, I mean, that could be good or bad. The NFL has been so unpredictable, I think there are only about four teams you can rely on and feel like, you know what, I I, I know what I'm going to get out of this team. That's four in the NFL. How many teams can you rely on so far in college football on a high level to perform at an excellent level every week? I think there's only one team. I think it's Alabama. Everybody else in college football so far has given you reason not to believe in them. Ohio State was very fortunate to get past Penn State. They weren't even very good against Minnesota. Clemson, very fortunate to beat Texas A&M. Incredibly fortunate to beat Pittsburgh. Sorry, Syracuse. Pittsburgh beat Syracuse. Notre Dame, they could have lost several games. They were lucky to win this weekend against Pittsburgh. LSU, maybe LSU's been the second most reliable team. I think there's an argument to be made there. Because while they lost to Florida, their performance was pretty reliable. They lost. They lost to a good team on the road. I think probably Alabama's the most reliable. I think you can make an argument LSU's the second most reliable. Michigan, no. They were lucky to get past Northwestern, even though they got the big win over Wisconsin. Michigan also obviously lost Notre Dame to begin the season. Texas, no way. They lost by 14 to Maryland. Georgia, no. Up until this past weekend, Alabama and Georgia, two most reliable. They got their ass kicked this weekend by LSU. Oklahoma, lucky to get past Army. Goes out and gives up 48 to Texas. Central Florida, maybe. Although Central Florida only won by one, I relied on them to cover, and they couldn't do it for me against Memphis. I think there's one reliable team in college football right now. It's Alabama at the high level. I think there are only four in the NFL. It's a pretty good breakdown. That gives you a sense. Could be a wild season. And Alabama's got an injury with Tua. I'm not sure they're reliable at all if Tua Tagovailoa is not in the game. I think Alabama just becomes a good team, not a great team, if they have to go to Jalen Hurts. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We'll see whether or not the Patriots can keep their momentum going. This was obviously a big win for them. But to me, again, I think the reaction that I had from this game is more so that the Chiefs are for real than it is the Patriots getting the win. I mean, and and I don't mean that in like a, uh, a, it's not a big deal for the Patriots to get this win. Obviously it is. But to me, it was validation and confirmation that the Chiefs are for real. Now, the Patriots, they go on the road against the Bears. Then they get the Bills. And then they get the Packers, and then they get to go to the Titans. The reason why I bring that up, I feel like the Patriots are back squarely in the middle of of being in really good shape as we come down the stretch of the season. They've bounced back. They've won three games in a row. The Chiefs sitting at 5-1 and as we now start to even think a little bit about the battle for home field playoff advantage. We've got a really good game 
next weekend, this Sunday, come or Monday night, sorry, Monday night football game. No, Sunday night. The Bengals going on the road against the Chiefs. I'm looking at this is one of the one of the downsides. I'm on uh, English time, and so when I look at this game, I see it's all oh, it's on Monday. It's on Monday at 1.20 a.m. here, which means I think that it's the Sunday night football game. The Bengals going on the road against the Chiefs. So this is the, earlier in the show, I was saying I could do the show from anywhere in the world. What I would have to learn is I would have to make sure that I've got the right day. Because if I was somewhere in the South Pacific, Monday night football would be Tuesday. Right? And, and almost all the games Sunday, I think, would be taking place on Monday. i got to figure it out. I'd have to be on top of that kind of thing. And then uh, the Broncos were on the road against the Chiefs, and they get to go to the Browns. Like, I feel really good about where the Chiefs are as a team based on what I saw happen last night. There are a lot of teams I don't feel very good about. For instance, I'm in London right now. I'm going to Titans Chargers this weekend. Show's got a little bit less than an hour left. As soon as I'm done, I'm going out. I'm finding the closest William Hill sports book, and I am putting as much money as they will let me put on, put down on the Chargers to destroy the Titans this weekend. I watched both those games. I watched what the Chargers were capable of against the Browns, and I saw the Titans give up 11 sacks to the Baltimore Ravens. That's one shy of the all-time NFL record. The Titans at home almost gave up, and that's another aspect of this that I think is important. Sometimes, you know, when you go on the road and it's really loud and your offensive line doesn't get the start that you would want, you know, you drop back to block and you're a little bit out of sync because your guys are not hearing the snap count, There's no noise at home at all to deal with in Nashville. And the Titans still gave up 11 sacks. They also gave up 11 sacks despite the fact that they have the highest paid offensive lineman in the entire NFL as their left tackle. And they have a top top 10 draft pick starting at right tackle. So you can't even point to this and say, well, maybe this is a function of the Titans just having an awful offensive line. The Titans have actually invested a ton of money and resources in their offensive line, almost more than anybody else in the entirety of the NFL if you look at the overall salaries. And it's not like there were a ton of injuries we're talking about here. This is one of the worst performances I've ever seen. One of the best from the Ravens. But unless the Ravens have the greatest defense in the history of mankind, 11 sacks is unacceptable. Unacceptable in all respects. And ESPN had this stat and info out from uh, Elias Sports Bureau. This is the first time since 1987 that that a team has had more sacks like this than they did completions. Marcus Mariota got sacked 11 times. He had 10 completions. They got me wondering, and I'm going to open up the phone lines for this. What would you have to do so badly at your job to be the equivalent of being an offensive line that gives up 11 sacks. What would I have to do on this radio show to have as bad of a radio show performance as the Titans did giving up 11 sacks? And I tweeted this out, and I was like, is it dropping like 10 different F-bombs in the same show? Let me bring in the crew. What would be the equivalent of an 11-sack performance for me in radio? And I want to hear from you, no matter what you do for a profession. This is the worst performance by an offensive line going all the way back to 1987. It's been 30 years, basically, 
in the NFL since an offensive line has performed this badly to give up 11 sacks. What would that be the equivalent of in your job? And it's not just one mistake. It's making the same mistake a ton of different times. Because some people might say, well, you know, it's the equivalent of like if you're a FedEx driver, like if you uh, got into a fender bender. No, I don't think so. Because a fender bender happens one time. It would be like hitting 11 different people if you drive a FedEx truck for a living. 11 different accidents. Maybe it would be delivering 11 packages to the wrong house because you have to do the wrong thing 11 different times. I think the Titans ran 40 offensive plays. 11 of them ended in sacks. So this would be like if you drove around in a FedEx truck, if you had 40 packages to deliver, and you delivered 11 of them to the wrong address. It's probably the equivalent of like a package guy. What would be the equivalent for a radio guy? (laughs) What would I have to do to have the equivalent radio show of giving up 11 sacks? All right, so the equivalent would be you missing 11 live sponsor reads. Which is almost impossible for me to do. I mean, we have a lot of ads on this show. I'll tell you this. I, because we flew over here to, to do the show from London, my I didn't set an alarm because uh, I was up late watching games but I'm like, there's no way I need to set an alarm because the show doesn't start till 11 here. After my joke about making fun of that, my wife didn't set an alarm either. And the kids, obviously, we traveled with everybody. Everybody was still asleep at 1025. So my wife wakes up at 1025 and she's like, don't you have to do your radio show this morning? I'm like, yeah, I do the radio show every morning. I was like, but it's it's cloudy here, so it wasn't that bright and sunshiny. And I was like, yeah, but it, what time is it? It's like 8.30 or something? She's like, no, it's 25. And I was like, oh, my God. Now, I knew that it was close. Like, I had done the research to know that this studio that I'm using today is really close to the hotel we're staying in. So I had already done the research to know it would only take me five minutes. That was the other reason why I didn't set an alarm because I'm like, okay, I know it's not going to take that long, and I was up late watching football uh, over here with a six-hour time difference. So I was like, it's not going to be that much different. But, man, that would have been maybe the equivalent. If I hadn't shown up for a show, I haven't ever missed a show. Now, we've had issues with technology not working for us, but has there ever been anybody that has just not shown up? Like, what would you guys do if I just didn't show up one day? Uh, Do we have a... we we have a? uh, We would order pizza and have a party. Do we have a Eddie, plan Eddie in has place? a story. Eddie has a story. There was an employee here. Eddie, what did he do? He he walked off the set, right? Yeah, he wasn't the only host though. There was he was doing a show with someone else and he just decided, uh, I don't want to work here anymore. And he just <laughs> live left, on the just, air. Yeah, he left during the middle of a show. He just left. Oh, wow. That's a hell of a way to go. And so that was like the the uh uh, the guy for the Bills who just uh, right. you know, yep. retired at halftime, didn't come back. So he, in the middle of his show, he's just like, yeah, I'm out. So what did you guys do? Well, the the, the other co-host just took over and oh. finished the Okay, off, well, so. if, there's two, if there's two, I mean, yeah, it's still ridiculous for somebody to leave in the middle of the show. But if you have a co-host, but what would happen? Like, I've never, knock on wood, I haven't been sick. So there's never been a moment in time that I've been doing this show. I don't think I've ever missed a radio show, again, knocking on wood, for being sick. I remember doing one radio show where I threw up literally during a commercial break and came back to finish and then threw up in the next commercial break and I had the flu and I was just like it hit me you know how sometimes when you get sick like it just hits you all of a sudden and you're like you go from feeling like uh fairly decent to just like you're done 
almost immediately. The flu sometimes hits you that way. What would happen? So I haven't ever called in and been like, hey, I'm not going to be on. What would happen if I just didn't show up one day? Because it's just me. You guys have three hours to fill. What Do we have a scramble for that? Do we have any idea what would happen? I think it would be the Triple G show. The G's would fill in on the microphones. You guys would be in yeah, trouble. Yeah, in yeah, yep. trouble. What's yep. the longest you've ever had? Eddie, you've had to fill in before we've had tech issues on this show. What's the longest you've ever had to fill in, Eddie, with not knowing the host is going to be there? I think maybe a segment and a half was probably the longest. Not very long. And that long. felt like, I, I assume, forever, right? Because you're like, what's going on? Where's the host? Yeah, you're you're just you're wondering how much material should I use because I don't know yeah. how long I'm going to be on here. So you uh, you know kind of stretch out and uh, sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. So all right, so what would be the equivalent of eleven sacks for me on this show? I got to think Can- uh, making a like making a mistake, a key moment that you're doing a recap of a game mm. and doing it like over and over again. How about this? Talking get- talking bad about a company and you didn't realize they were a paid sponsor on the network. That hap- I, that would that first of all, <laughs> I'm sure that that either has happened or will happen at some point in my career. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. And again, that's just one mistake. So I mean, I think there's a difference between making one big mistake, right? Like there're all different sorts of people out there in their jobs every day. Everybody who's listening to us right now can think of one big mistake that you might do at your job, and it's a bad one, and it might be something that would even get you fired, but it's just one big mistake. It's not 11 awfulnesses. Right, but it's, right? The, equivalent, like the-, it's the equivalent to uh, the total of 11, giving up 11 sacks, right? Maybe, but I think it's easier. it's easier for me to forgive one big mistake than it is 11 small mistakes because 11 small mistakes is incompetence well how many how many sacks are you okay with them giving up four or five like if if you have a game as an offensive line and you give up four or five sacks it's not a good game it's not an ideal game by any stretch of the imagination but a, a four or five sack game you can see how that could happen an 11 sack game at home when you have the highest paid left tackle in the entirety of the NFL, I think he's the highest paid left tackle ever. And you have another first round draft pick at, at right tackle. And again, playing at home is big to me because you don't have any of those, you know, like if you got a great home field advantage in the NFL or college, there's oftentimes where a tackle just doesn't get off because he doesn't hear the snap count and somebody can get around him and like make a play and get a sack, that can happen two or three times. Remember, we're also talking about Marcus Mariota is a mobile quarterback. He avoided another four or five sacks by avoiding like a rusher coming clean and rolling out and make you know either scrambling or just throwing the ball away. So if you had a stationary quarterback, in other words, if you had, let's say, Blaine Gabbert, who's the backup, and can't move at all, he would have probably gotten sacked 15 times in this game. 12 is the all-time record in the NFL. So we're talking about one of the worst performances in the history of offensive lines in the NFL. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Talking about what would need to happen. What the equivalent in your job or my job is to giving up 11 sacks. The first time since 1987, some guy named Guido was playing quarterback. Literally, his name was Guido as a fill-in, 
uh, on the uh, the lockout. If you're an old school guy and you remember the 1987 lockout season in the NFL, they brought in replacement players. Some guy named Guido was sacked 11 times while completing 10 passes. That was the last time in the NFL a player has been sacked more times than he has completed passes. Uh, and that's what happened yesterday in the Titans game against the Ravens. So I'm asking, what would the equivalent be in either my job or your job to being that bad? Daniel in New Jersey's on the Outkick VIP line. What's up, Daniel? Hey, Clay. How's it going? So, Living the dream, a, my man. So I'm a CPA at a relatively large corporation, and I would say in my job, a, a classic example would be if I'm if I'm filling out invoices on behalf of the company, and I've seen this before, someone someone in, in the accounting department will fat finger the the check number. So if it's meant to fill an invoice for uh, ten thousand dollars, I'll add an extra zero and wind up uh, sending a wire for a hundred thousand. And uh, and that's pretty pretty pure incompetence. I think that's the equivalent of of a sack in the uh, you know in the CPA profession. I hope they pull your license at some point if you did it eleven times. <laughs> yeah, that's the thanks for the call. Uh and thanks for being a VIP. Uh you can be an Outkick VIP. You can sign up at outkick.com. Here's the thing. I again, I think making one error and being bad at something, even if it's a big error like that where you fat finger it and you give a $100,000 wire instead of a $10,000 wire is more understandable. Like for instance, I just finished paying my taxes. I think the new debt, like you can get a delay, and I think your deadline is today if you get a delay, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's six months after the 15th of April. We had to get a bunch of stuff figured out, and my accountant withdrew the amount that I owe for taxes. First of all, if he added a zero to it, I would not have anywhere near that money, right? So let's start there. But I would actually understand how that could happen, and I wouldn't fire my accountant for making that mistake because it's one mistake, and while it's a huge mistake, it would get worked out and it would get solved. To me, 11 individual errors is more troubling than one big mistake. If you consistently fail, that's worse than screwing up big one time. we got a bunch of your calls. I'm going to get to them. Let me go to Jimmy in California. What you got for me, Jimmy? Hey, Clay, how's it going? Doing excellent. Uh, okay, well, I'm a blaster out here in a rock quarry out here, and uh, I shoot explosives basically for material. It gets made into aggregates and so forth. But what I'm trying to compare is that would be like me uh, not clearing the area and getting somebody killed, you know, when we fired explosives, kind of like the way the O-line was getting Mariota killed yesterday. Yeah, that, I mean, look, that's a, obviously a – and a lot of you have jobs that are really serious. So I always say, like, cops always get criticized, right? Cop makes an error, somebody dies. I think most cops, 99.9% of them, do incredible jobs every day. Doctor makes an error, somebody dies. Offensive lineman makes an error, somebody gets sacked, right? Like, in the grand scheme of things, error having an error happen in a football game is not that bad. Right, The impact is just, oh, somebody gets sacked, somebody loses a game. Like We love games on this show, but they don't really matter. right? You want your team to win, but by and large, it's not like lives change in terms of the overall world based on who wins an NFL game or who wins a college football game. Now, the coaches' lives can change. The players' lives can change. But yours and mine, like absent truly unbelievable sporting-related events, like let's say the Miracle on Ice in 1980, 
which was a reflection of, you know, going on during the Cold War, America triumphing over the Soviet Union. There are relatively few sporting events that truly change the world. Jesse Owens, maybe in 36 in Berlin, beating Hitler's Germany. Like, those things can matter in the larger context, but most sporting events don't. Steve in Kentucky. What's up, Steve? Hey, Clay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up? All right, I got the exact match. I'm a store supervisor for a chain of grocery stores in western Kentucky, and the exact equivalent would be an allowing an employee to be a no-call, no-show 11 times, and he still gets to keep his job. All right. Yeah, that's also there has to there has to be some suffering along with this, and that will be because he's a no call, no show. The manager has to pick up his slack. Yeah, now, that's not a bad analogy because that's at least eleven distinct failures, and that I think is rare that most people would be able to fail eleven times and be able to keep their job. The worst case scenario for you, if you are an offensive line, is to allow a sack. Right, That's the worst thing you can do. And to have it happen 11 times, again, I think it's significant that it's at home. I also think it's significant that you would have the highest paid offensive lineman on that line and another first rounder and one of the highest paid offensive lines in the entirety of the NFL. That's tough to explain away. Tim in Rochester, New York. What's up, Tim? Hey, um... First of all, the Ravens, that was incredible. Uh, they didn't produce any turnovers, yet they had 11 sacks and they pitched a That's shutout. a great point, too. Amazing. you got to give you got to give Mariota a little bit of credit. Now, he fumbled the ball once and recovered it. Uh, he got it knocked out of his hand. But to get hit 11 times and not turn the ball over is pretty incredible in and of itself. That's a good point, too. The Ravens didn't even get a single turnover despite creating 11 sacks. True. Um so I was thinking the equivalent as far as your job, uh, since you're uh, part of a team as well, like Marcus Mariota, part of a team. So uh, I was thinking if you were to, for instance, call uh, the Patriots kicker, Stephen Gronkowski, 11 times, that would be the equivalent. Yeah, thanks for the call. But that's not the worst thing I can do. That's why I think, like, I mess up people's names all the time on this show, right? I say the wrong team. When you're doing a national radio show, it's not like you're sitting down and just talking about one or two teams like you would for a local show. So you're dealing with a lot of names. So mispronouncing a name or saying the wrong team name, I mean, look, I'm certain that if you go back through all three hours of this show, my live radio talking has not been flawless almost no one would ever be able to do that and so I don't I don't think I mean like do I get things wrong all the time yeah do I say the Browns when I mean the Bills sometimes yes do I sometimes use a quarterback who's been retired do I sometimes say uh I, I don't know some maybe I mentioned John Elway when I'm trying to talk about Case Keenum yeah I would bet something like that happens but those are not major errors you can kind of follow along with it even if I did it all the time for instance, Petros Papadakis comes on with us every Tuesday. I don't think I've gotten his uh, the radio station right. AM five seventy Sports in LA. Is that the way, right way you're supposed no, to say it? No, you're wrong. Yeah, so I get that wrong every time, but it's not that big of a deal. Michael in LA, what's up, Michael? 
here, Clay. You uh, uh, you get so much right that you put most of them, other other guys, to shame. And uh, I've been following you since Outkick. You, your discipline and knowledge and entertainment level is way off the charts. Well, I appreciate so, that. Uh, I appreciate that. Let me tell you, what I do is financial advisor, and I don't get a commission. I'm paid as a fiduciary, which means my advice is based on doing what's best for my clients. And if I gave 11 stinkers to my clients and everything bombed the very next day, and uh, that would be like 11 sacks, I, I would be deserve to be fired and looked into. That is the equivalent. Just not looking out for, for my client, meaning my team and my quarterback and the fans that pay my wages. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I could give out 11 bad blood bank guarantees in a row. Now, the difference is that would happen over the course of 11 weeks, and our blood bank didn't cash this past week. But 11 in a row is tough to lose on. Well, it's you've, you've done that 11. in baseball on your TV show. Yeah, so. but baseball baseball is a little <laughs> bit different because the money line in baseball and some of those baseball bets they were counting as beats were like, who's going to hit the first home run in this game? So, you know, it's like 12 to 1 to win that. So it, it's hard to lose. I mean, again, 0 and 11 is just as hard as 11 and 0 from a gambling perspective, but it's hard to do that. I mean, anybody who's ever tried to hit a parlay card, it's just as hard to get 11 winners on a parlay card as it is to get 11 losers. Like either way to me, you should get paid off. I mean, if I had a gambling com- if I had my own uh, like a uh, gambling house, I would do that for the parlays. Like, look, you win if you get 11 right and you also win if you get 11 wrong. You may not win the full amount, but you get like 10 times your money if you get 11 wrong too because it's just as hard to be wrong 11 times as it is to be right 11 times. Let's go to uh, Adam in Indiana. What's up, Adam? Yeah, hey, Clay. That's Adam. Uh, I'm electrician, so it's kind of like, I don't know, if I leave your house empty or no power for 11 hours, I'd say that would be about 11 sacks. Yeah, that would be tough if you if you left the house. But again, that's I'm assuming one error. To me, the thing that's amazing about eleven sacks is you have done the worst thing you could do at your job eleven different times, which is almost unheard of. It hasn't happened in thirty years in the NFL, and almost it's something that no twelve is the record. So it's almost something that no offensive line has ever accomplished. Here's the other thing: it's not like the Titans ran eighty plays. They were so bad offensively that they only ran 40 plays. So it's not as if it's the percentage of of the snaps that lead to a sack that's even crazier. Now, I guess you could also say, well, teams pass more now, but the Titans didn't even pass that many times in that game. They tried to pass. They didn't even try to pass that many times. Let's go uh, to the OutKick VIP line. Let's go to Brian in Atlanta. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I'm a director over supply chain for a for a large uh, organization. So it'd be like for 11 times, a store ran out of chicken and couldn't do their couldn't sell, couldn't open their doors because I screwed up 11 times and made them shut their doors. I, I think that you about would get the fired for that, right? Oh, definitely. I, if I did it twice, I would get fired. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the times, call. Thanks for. Uh, sorry, cut him off there, but thanks for the call. I'm trying to get to everybody. Thanks for being an OutKick VIP as well. Let me go to Dylan in South Dakota. What's up, Dylan? Yeah, Clay, I think with your uh, background, you may appreciate this. If you like a criminal defense attorney scheduling a number of his clients for an arraignment at the same time and having them all plead guilty instead of not guilty. 
That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Dylan in South Dakota. If you had 11 different uh, uh, people that you were representing and you were intending for them to plead not guilty and instead you pled guilty, that's pretty incredible. Jason in uh, Orange County. What's up, Jason? I think it would be uh, pretty epic if you had uh, me on the show. I tear apart your argument and you say, hell no, I'm going to double down, take another caller get torn apart by that caller. 11 callers straight, losing arguments, you'd lose all your credibility. It would be tough to get dunked on by 11 straight callers because, frankly, I don't think that 11 straight callers would be able to actually talk um, because, inevitably, if we take 11 calls, somebody comes on and it's, it's like they've lost the ability to speak uh, or their cell phone is so bad. But, yeah, that that's a, that's a good example. would be if 11 straight callers just came on and dunked on me. By the end of the 11th call, I think you guys would be like, why does this guy have a television show? And I think there's probably a lot of people out there saying, why in the world are these guys getting paid millions of dollars to block for a quarterback if they failed 11 times? Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 